In any case, after walking about a half a mile on the sand, Mom realized she was going into labor. I'm assuming Dad found a phone booth and called his Uncle Henry McDowell, a medical doctor, and uh, Uncle Henry suggested that they meet at Long Beach Memorial. Hi, this is Gary. Welcome to Episode 5 of Tales of a Senior Geek, recorded on October 8th, 2020. Once again, this episode is late because, well, life. Don't worry, I'll get them out at approximately one-week intervals. There's just a lot going on right now. I may have to take a few weeks off over the holidays, but I'll keep going as long as I can. And I will definitely start back up after the holidays. I'm going to start telling stories from my life again. This time, I'll try to tell them in as much as I can chronological order, and I may revisit some of the stories I've already told in Diary of a Senior Geek when they come up in the timeline. Basically, I'm bouncing the rough first draft of a memoir off of you folks. Don't you feel special? We'll start at the beginning. <laughs> I was born on July 12, 1949, at Long Beach Memorial Hospital. As I understand it, I was, wasn't due until the 18th, and the story is that Mom and Dad decided to go grunion hunting on a nice Tuesday evening in mid-July. Grunion are small ocean fish that, for a few days each year, in early July or mid-July, surf onto the beach to lay their eggs, then try to make it back to the water to continue on with their lives. When the grunion are running, folks go down to the beach to either just watch them or grab them and throw them into a bucket for dinner. I don't know if this is allowed anymore. I did hear at one point you needed a fishing license to do that, but in 1949 it may have just been every man for himself. I don't think Mom and Dad were looking for dinner. I think it was just a good excuse to go to the beach. In any case, after walking about a half a mile on the sand, Mom realized she was going into labor. I'm assuming Dad found a phone booth and called his Uncle Henry McDowell, a medical doctor, and uh, Uncle Henry suggested that they meet at Long Beach Memorial. Mom and Dad lived in Inglewood, California at the time, and it's likely that they were at some South Bay Beach, Manhattan Beach, Redondo Beach, Hermosa Beach, I'm not sure. And I believe at the time, Uncle Henry and Aunt Mildred lived farther south near the uh, L.A. Orange County border, maybe in Norwalk. So Long Beach Memorial would have been about halfway between them. So that's how I was born in Long Beach, but I've never actually lived in Long Beach. I did flunk out of Long Beach State, but that's a story for another time. <laughs> this week, we'll read out of my journal. When asked if I was baptized as an infant, and where, in an entry dated July 18th, 1998, I said, quote, I was baptized at the First Presbyterian Church in Englewood, California. It didn't stick. Unquote. On the next page, asked if I attended church as a young boy and what my earliest memories of church are. On January 20th, 1998, I wrote, quote, I went to Sunday school when I was very young. I enjoyed singing and playing games. I found the Bible lessons boring. When I got older, I started attending regular services with my folks. I still enjoyed the singing, but the sermon was always a bore. 
it never seemed to apply to me. Or the minister would spend 15 to 20 minutes belaboring the obvious. At least that's the way it seemed to me as a snot-nosed teenage boy. Then, when I was 16 or 17, I took a class from the minister and joined the church. As I got older, what I was being told in church became less and less believable. About then, in my late teens, I was reading a lot of science fiction, and there were some very interesting views of Christianity and religion in general in these books, along with some peeks into other religions and Christianity. I came to realize that it was unlikely that ministers, pastors, priests, and such knew much more about the existence of God, or lack thereof, than I did. Over the years, I developed the attitude that I don't know and I don't think you do either. So far, I haven't run across any convincing proof of the existence of God, or lack thereof, so I'm keeping an open mind. Unquote. Now, I wrote this 22 years ago. Uh, since then, if anybody asks, I just tell them I'm a seeker of truth, and if they press me, I use me, my uh, line that I don't know and I don't think you do either. Um, and most people are pretty much satisfied with that. Uh, on reflection, I think I was like 14 or 15, not uh, 16 or 17, when I took the confirmation classes and joined the church, and then started attending services with the adults. What I left out of this entry was the rage that I felt at people I trusted, my parents, ministers, and others, who, as near as I could tell, had been consciously lying to me through their teeth, telling me they knew things that they couldn't possibly know, i.e., that God existed, Jesus was his Son and our Savior, and they somehow had a method of determining what God wanted us to do. And it became very clear to me that no, they didn't. Now, I've been talking a lot about, uh, in I think it's in Diary of a Senior Geek, I've been talking about uh, the fact that people's intentions are usually a lot better than you think they are. But at this point in my life, uh, from, you know, my late teens through most of my 40s, I saw this as a huge conspiracy. And it pissed me off. So I was still pretty pissed off 22 years ago when I wrote this entry in my journal. For a long time, I was militantly anti-organized religion to the point where I damaged some relationships. Mom was devastated. I was convinced that many of the problems of the world would never have occurred if it had not been for religion. For instance, the Crusades, the Spanish Inquisition, and to tell you the truth, if it wasn't for the three different Abrahamic religions arguing over whose book is more accurate, the mess we have in the Middle East might not be quite as bad as it is now. And I digress again. I've calmed down considerably since then. Just don't tell me that since your particular book says that you can't do something, that nobody else can do it, especially when your book barely even mentions the activity you're getting so hot and bothered about. I suspect you know what I'm talking about. Save your own soul. Let others worry about saving theirs. Let's put a pin in that. I may have a lot more to say about this in Diary of a Senior Geek, which is the political podcast, in the coming weeks. Tales is supposed to be more of a storytelling podcast, and I'll do my best to keep religion and politics out of it. 
but I'm telling stories of my life, and religion and politics are definitely part of my life. Well, well, I... So, it's time for the quote of the week. Debbie sent me this quote. It's from Brian Stevenson's book, Just Mercy. And the quote goes, Being broken is what makes us human. We all have our reasons. Sometimes we're fractured by the choices we make. Sometimes we're shattered by things we would never have chosen. But our brokenness is also the source of our common humanity. The basis for our shared search for comfort, meaning, and healing. Unquote. Okay, that's it for Tales this week. Ah! Do you know you can support this podcast at patreon.com slash seniorgeek? I'm up to two patrons. Longtime friend Greg Balin has started contributing, joining Sam Coulter. If only eight more of you pledge two dollars or more, and more is always good, through the end of the month, it'll unlock the first two unedited takes of my first podcast episode for patrons only. Such a deal for you. So embarrassing for me. Mics and mixers and editing software aren't cheap, as I've said many times before, and I can use all the help I can get, because there's a very good chance I'm going to be laid off between now and the end of the year. The Patreon link is in the show notes. If you can't pledge, I fully understand. Just tell everyone you know how great this podcast is, and rate it five stars in whatever app you use to listen to it, especially if you listen to it in Apple's podcast app on uh, an iOS device. You have no idea how much that helps. That's it for this week. Wash your hands and don't share your air. Wear a face mask and social distance when you're out and about. Be kind. Black Lives Matter. Send me feedback. Please send me feedback at seniorgeek49 at gmail.com. Remember, this is a companion podcast to Diary of a Senior Geek, also available on Spotify or at anchor.fm slash gary-fisher. From Tales of a Senior Geek, this is Gary Fisher. See you next week-ish. Why, my ancestors would rise from their graves and not only have to bury them again.